biggest film of this year and what could be the next Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, or Star Wars. This film was shot and completed before the pandemic but kept getting delayed and delayed until now. Uh, I read this book a very long time ago so I'm still kind of knowledgeable of the story. I, I, I somewhat remember most of the storyline and what happened in the book. Um, I've seen the original attempt of making this movie. Um, a little bit rough, to say the least. Came out in the 80s, and um, yeah, it, it was not a super success. It was super cheesy. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, it does have a cult following, so I'll give it that credit. There are some people that oddly really love that movie. I'm not one of those people. Now, this movie has a huge star power to the cast. Dave Bautista, Josh Brolin, Jason Momoa, Oscar Isaac, Zendaya, Tim Timothy Chalmont. Sh Stellan Skarsgård, uh, David, oh, Jesus Christ, these names, David Dasmussen, I think that's how you pronounce it, <laughs> you're gonna hear that a lot from me, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, and Javier Bardem, 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 uh, huge cast, um, David was just play, uh, just played Polka Dot Man, the Suicide Squad, he was in the Dark Knight, he's in a bunch of DC stuff too, of course, Calendar Man, Along Halloween, played in the Dark Knight, so, yeah, there's a long list of being in superhero sci-fi films, that kind of stuff. Um, Javier Bardem, um, he's famous for No Country for Old Men. Everyone, Dave Bautista, huge star. Pretty much everyone knows who that is. Same with Jason Momoa, uh, Josh Brolin, also a huge star. Goonies, Thanos, a whole bunch of those guys. Um, Oscar Isaac has actually been in a lot of films recently. He played Poe in the new Star Wars trilogy, and he just played Apocalypse in X-Men films. So, yeah, there's a pretty big cast. And Zendaya is now becoming more of a rising star, being in the MCU, playing MJ in Spider-Man Homecoming. So, yeah, a lot of big names. And, of course, Skarsgård. Skarsgård probably be the most famous due to the fact that he also has really famous sons. Um, it's a big cast, similar to, like, the Baldwins, in terms of, like, a big family that's mostly famous. So yeah, it's a huge cast, and most of them give career-high performances. Maybe not be their best, but it definitely should be talked about when we talk about their best performances. In fact, it made me change my mind about Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He was in Lady Bird. He's in a few other movies I've seen. I don't know. He just kind of always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, but in this one, he he plays the protagonist, and I enjoyed him. He plays Paul. I think he did a pretty good job. And yeah, now I'm willing. Now, now I'm like, okay, this guy's pretty good at acting. Um, <laughs> the special effects are stellar. Some of the best you can find in modern cinema. Um, having been done by a company named Double Negative, uh, who have won Oscars in the past. So experience and skill is definitely there. I was watching this movie, and some of the some of these shots and scenes are spectacles to behold. It's really cool, really good, look, uh, really good look. I love so. When I watch a lot of sci-fi, obviously, I've talked about sci-fi a lot about it here, but I, when I usually want to watch it, I like looking at the technology, the cool-ass ships, the weaponry, and the ships in this movie are fucking badass, man. Like, they have a little fighter that looks like a dragonfly. It looks really cool. Um, the only ship I didn't really care for, just because to me it, it wasn't aesthetically pleasing, there's this giant ship that's basically like a carrier, and like the ships will fly out of the huge like hole in the middle of it. Not a big fan of how it looks, but it still looks like really cool. It looks extremely lifelike. And same with all the ships. All the planets look really cool. All the set designs, the costumes are really badass. Uh, I like how they're a lot more simple. They don't look as goofy like in the original Dune. Um, 
yeah, it looks a lot cooler, and I like how each, like, race or family, I should say, um, have, like, their own aesthetics, and I also really liked how, uh, the gen- I like how creepy the people that worked with the Emperor look. I just kind of like how they look, always look kind of menacing and try to look very stoic. Um, so yeah, I think it's really cool, and I'm really excited about it, because uh, now I think one of the best ways to describe the story is Game of Thrones in space with a splash of Star Wars, uh, mainly because there's there's people in this that basically kind of have like a Force-type thing, so they can like read thoughts and you know see the future and all that kind of crazy shit. Um, but yeah, this movie focuses around of, uh, these big families and royalties type styles in space where, you know, there, there's houses trying to take out other houses. Um, and I thought it was really interesting. I think that idea in terms of human politics built, being very still built into space. And I really like the idea that some families have special languages or special ways to communicate to each other. Like Paul and his mother, uh, they will talk in sign language so others, others don't know. There's a doctor in this that speaks Mandarin and his mother, uh, Paul's mother doesn't know Mandarin so he spoke to Paul in Mandarin so she wouldn't know what he was saying. Uh, yeah, I just think that kind of stuff was really cool. I think it really helps build this world up and I'm really excited to after watching this movie because I wasn't sure how this movie was going to be. I knew it was either going to be really good or it was going to suck ass. That's that's pretty much how a lot of these like really famous books turn out in terms of movies or TV shows. I know uh, this came first before Star Wars and Game of Thrones, but most of most people that have seen this probably or probably didn't know that this came first or weren't familiar with this until it just came out now. Uh, the world building is done really well. It really sucks you into the story. I'm really excited to see the sequel to continue the story. Now they don't. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they don't cover the whole first book in this film. So I'm fine with that. The way it ends, I think it ends really, uh, really well. It really makes me want to see a continuation of the story without baiting me. I, I don't think it baits. It sets up a sequel in terms of like we can continue the story from here, but it doesn't bait it to where like you necessarily need need it. So yeah, I'm fine with it. I'd rather a quality chunk of that story and then continue with each like quality installment instead of them trying to cram the whole story into one less, <laughs> less than stellar version. So I'm fine with the way it ended. Um, I don't want to spoil the story because I think you should experience this film without knowing what's coming or have any like real big uh, plot points spoiled to you. All I'm going to say is it's really cool. It's really cool. The action's badass. Uh, the fight style, the technology is really cool. It's definitely a, a science fiction fan's wet dream. It's really cool, and I highly recommend it. Even if you're not a huge science fiction fan, I still think you would enjoy it, just because even the world itself is interesting without the space element. Uh, yeah, the whole them trying to get spice and stuff is really cool. So I'm going to give this movie a 9 out of 10. I think it's a really strong movie. It's really good, and I highly recommend it. And I wouldn't be surprised if this movie picks up a lot of awards in the next Oscars, especially for its uh, visuals, uh, cinematography, you know, costume design, sound design, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the music was really cool. I lo I loved it. I thought it was interesting, and I'm glad how each thing had their own like kind of style of music. So yeah, I also like bagpipes. They use bagpipes in it. So I know some people don't like that, but I do. So. 
<laughs> but yeah, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I have a bunch of other reviews, so if you will give those a listen, I highly appreciate it. And I'm on Instagram page, Dr. Parker Movie Reviews. If you want to go over there, give me a follow. Highly appreciate it. I talk a lot of shit on there. I shoot the shit on there. That's kind of more of my relaxed, you know, I'll talk whatever I want on there. So, yeah, if you're interested, go give it a look. And please help support this podcast by giving my sponsor, Viking Fitness, a chance. Please, oh, please, go give it a chance. Let's face it, we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bulk shit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers, and get 10% off your, your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.